0: You're
1: listening to an Airwave Media podcast.
0: Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus.
2: I'm in a period of emotional people.
0: It's all the I don't care" crap. A little adventure. Where are you going?
2: I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia.
0: Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox.
3: Life can hurt, but life is sweet.
0: Little Wing, rated PG-13,
4: may be inappropriate for children under 13, now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media and entertainment. that is a harsh lesson in business sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together i didn't want to do another stomp you out speech it opened up so many more doors the show is called the The deal Deal. listen to the deal
1: listen to the deal on spotify
2: little fellow you must have given up the hope of living Uh uh-uh on the contrary i do not let the word death bother me same here baby then what are you waiting for Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken,
3: Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop!
1: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Matt and I will be hosting today. Hey guys. How's it going? Hey, so <laughs> jump in the format, cool. Uh, joining with me today is Jeff, Neil, and Ken, as always, how are you guys doing? Pretty good
4: doing pretty well uh we had to uh reinstall our internet uh to make sure that your plugin was working correctly but it's uh it seems to be on um, you know it's going going pretty well i
5: was uh, up kind of late watching ron howard classics apollo 13 and a beautiful mind so i'm not uh, frankly sure if you guys are actually here or not <laughs> okay
4: yeah jeff how about you i'm not all right jeff's not here jeff's not here. just not here matt's robot Yeah. All bets are off.
1: Yeah. I've been programmed to write these questions for today. Uh, We are going to be doing a game of death. I think it's been a little bit since we've had one of those. So excited to fire up the old pagoda. Or maybe not fire it up. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably probably something you know what to do (laughs) We turned
4: the air off and we made sure that we weren't getting charged for electricity. But now everything's back online.
1: All right. And before we get to our contestant today, who I'll introduce in just a second, I just wanted to throw some attention to the crop that we have on Triviality, uh, our Facebook page is actually, we've been having some, like a question every day. There's been a lot of uh, interaction, a lot of feedback, and we really appreciate everybody who has been uh, participating. Um, If you'd be interested in joining, uh, just reach out to us at our Facebook, uh, ask to join, and then you're in. It's uh, not a lot of prerequisites there.
4: No, yeah, you don't have to do any sort of uh, booby trap, you know, solving or... um hard questions there'll be a question of the day like matt said and then everyone's there posting questions having fun and there's a, a, a discussion for each episode you guys can make fun of us so it's mm-hmm. great
1: yeah if you'd want to continue to make fun of us in our reviews on itunes we prefer that too we're up to 80 reviews since the last time i begged you guys hey, for some pretty good so we're on, we're on our way we said we'd be doing a giveaway at 150 so uh let's get us there yeah we're more than halfway there uh so let's get into today's game uh our contestant is going to be a voice you may be familiar with if you've listened to our appearance on the Nerd Off podcast, which he hosts. Uh, it's Andrew Buxbaum. How are you doing today?
0: Doing pretty good. Yeah, I should have your guys episode up before this one airs, but uh, if not, people will just be really confused.
1: Yeah, perfect. That's the way we like <laughs> to leave our listeners. Uh, why don't you tell us about the show a little bit?
0: Um, So it's uh, basically I got inspired when i started listening to trivial warfare a few years ago i was like hey i could do a trivia podcast this seems like fun um and i like to say that my podcast is kind of like if trivial warfare and you guys got drunk at a christmas party and and had a little illegitimate trivia child i think that uh, happened kind of I, I remember I that that was,
1: that was a crazy night i, I, think, I yeah. think
0: i had a lampshade on my head <laughs> yeah yeah so it, give it a listen uh we like to have fun with it kind of like you guys do. Um, And yeah.
1: All right. Well, that sounds fun. Uh, There will be no fun today, actually, as this is a game of death. Very serious. (laughs) The most serious of games of death. Um, If you're not familiar with this format, uh, the way it works is Andrew will take on our, I guess, our co hosts, Jeff, Neil, and Ken, in their respective specialties Uh, Neil in movies and pop culture, Jeff in science and geography, and Ken in other.
5: Hey, what do you think of this? I was thinking about this. What do you say, Jeff? Is like hard facts, and mm-hmm. I'm fun facts. Okay. What do you think about that, guys?
4: Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. As long as today I get to uh, be the specialist in the Galapagos. I mean, essentially,
5: meeting. essentially nothing's changing. It's just a way to name it.
1: Yes. <laughs> <That> sounds, <laughs> all right, Go. That sounds great. What? What are you? It sounds like all of my questions are about facts. like rocks yes. and
5: diamonds. Then.
1: Yeah. So Jeff's the expert in rocks and diamonds, and Ken's the expert in.
3: Yes, diamond is a rock. Everything else. Yeah. Rocks.
1: <laughs> oh, rocks or Dwayne the John- Dwayne Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah.
4: Metals, yeah, metals, so there's and a rocks.
0: little overlap into Neil's category there. There's
1: a lot of overlap
0: in all of our categories. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so Andrew will take us on one-on-one, uh, at the swing round. Triviality. will get to work together. Uh, Andrew will get double the points in an effort to make up. And then round four is going to be Andrew's, uh, special round that he, me and him work together to fill out earlier. And we'll get, when we get to that, I will say that topic you guys ready to
0: play yeah let's do it yeah ready as i'll ever be <laughs> all right uh we're gonna see st- a really good idea or a really terrible idea we'll find out soon
1: yeah, yeah well, that's what we say before every show uh we're gonna start with ken and his fun facts sure yeah this fun is jeff fact. doesn't like it
3: <laughs> jeff doesn't like fun
1: <laughs> all right you guys ready yep all right question one Robert Langdon is the main character in a series of books written by what some would call a colorful author. Name any two books in this series. Robert Langdon is the main character. Main character. Boy, that sounds really familiar.
5: All right, I'm, I'm locked in.
1: Would you say this is a fun question, Ken?
5: Yeah, if I could, if I could figure it out, it would be great. <laughs> You're going to be kicking yourself. Yeah, I really am. That's so familiar to me. All yeah. right, I'm just gonna stink it up with this uh, answer and say Green Hornet. Okay, so you're only gonna answer one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, two books? Yeah, uh,
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> Green Hornet, and I don't know. Continue, okay, good those are guess. Good books.
0: Yeah, uh, Angels, and Demon is- Angels and Demons, Angels and Demons, and the Da Vinci Code are what I'm gonna go with. Yes, those are
1: the That's two. Right. Uh, the other it's Tom two, Tom Hanks, it's just... Tom Hanks, which is how I figured Neil would know this. Uh, the other two books were The Lost Symbol. Inferno, And there's actually a fifth one now that I'm reading this. And it's called Origin. Mm-hmm. Oh,
4: yeah. Yep. Yeah, a lot of, uh, lot of debate over Tom, Tom Hanks' hairstyle in all those movies. Uh, See,
0: only... I just debate Tom Hanks playing the character. When the author describes the character as looking like Harrison Ford in <laughs> Harris Tweed, then why do you pick Tom Hanks?
5: Because he's, uh, he's very old. <laughs> and
4: he's probably flying a plane somewhere.
3: He can't, he can't get Harrison Ford.
0: Sure
5: you can. Does he act like Harrison Ford? That's the question.
4: Well, I I heard that in the Dan Brown novel that character Robert Lane doesn't point enough at people, and Mm. Harrison Ford said he couldn't do it.
1: (laughs) And that's how that works. All right, Uh, so points for Andrew on that one. Moving on to Mm. question two. If you took Stone Cold Steve Austin's nickname and put it on a yellow flag, what revolutionary phrase would also most likely be on the flag? (laughs) All right, I'm in. And
0: I'm in, too. I mean... Uh, Stone Cold's a Texas rattlesnake, so I'm assuming it's the Don't Tread on Me flag.
1: Okay, locked in with Don't Tread on Me. Ken?
0: Yep, I also said Don't Tread on Me.
1: The answer is Don't Tread on Me.
4: Oh. Yeah, I know casting directors, uh, when they didn't want to, to cast uh, Tret Williams, they would have a flag that said Don't Tread on Me. It's <laughs> a really deep <laughs> reference for isn't movie that, fans. Isn't that also
5: the uh, the symbol for the famous wrestler Libertario? <laughs>
4: He wants everyone to have the same finisher <laughs> just because it's fair.
1: All right. Moving on to question three, which president ran with the slogan, don't swap horses in the middle of the stream? I mean,
0: I feel like I should know this. Um, I don't know. Neil's I like, got nothing. Neil's like, this like sounds like a... very familiar.
1: Oh, no, I, I,
4: it doesn't sound familiar to me. I was just going <laughs> to, I was going to say if this was sponsored by, you know, like AT&T or something that, that you can swap devices in the stream now. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I don't got it, but it sounds like a very Teddy Roosevelt thing to say, so I'll, I'll lock in with that.
4: Okay.
5: And Ken? Uh, this was in reference to the middle of the Civil War, and it was Lincoln.
3: Wow, crap. crap. Different Republican.
4: Abraham Lincoln, correct. Republican.
3: They're both Republicans. Yeah.
4: Is there any story behind Every that? Time. Don't swap horses midstream? or I just yeah. said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was the middle the of the Civil War. Civil War. Well, I just mean, yeah, what's the extra story there?
3: Nothing. You if, you're, uh, if you're fording a stream on a horse, you wouldn't get off the
4: horse to get on a new horse. The other, the, oh, the other no, candy was the other horse. There's no like uh, extra meaning there. It's just literal. It was, it was no. You, it's a metaphor. On,
0: like, <laughs> very, what if you're on a very short horse that uh, is having trouble with the water, and you have another tall horse right. that you could get on?
5: And the first horse may be committed some light treason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Lincoln. <laughs>
1: Clearly that's what we were speaking about. Uh, Moving on to question four. Uh, This one had a guest writer. Uh, Neil helped me out with this one. So if it doesn't sound like my kind of question, it's not. It's going to be very long. (laughs) Yes, it is. That's what they say. (laughs) In honor of Dwayne Johnson being named the highest paid actor by Forbes magazine, let's take a moment to appreciate his co-stars that propel him to the top. More specifically, I'm looking for the names of the three genetically altered creatures in the recently released Rampage that first appeared in the 1986 video game of the same name. The names of those three creatures? Yes. And I'll give you two creatures. Oh,
5: we need to name two. Yes. Oh, man. Well, I have no idea about the names of the creatures whatsoever, but Mm -hmm. I know what they look like, so I'm going to (laughs) guess. Perfect. All right, Ken, what did you say? I'm going to go with uh, Wolfman
1: and Yeti. Okay. And Andrew?
0: I went with Spike and Big Guy.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys were all very close. Uh, (laughs) Their names were Ralph, George, and Lizzie. Well, what are you going to do?
4: Yeah, Lizzie is the... Lizard? uh, No, it's alligator. And then uh, Ralph is the wolf,
1: and then George is the the, uh, gorilla.
4: Okay. Yeah.
0: And I knew the three animals.
1: (laughs) Well, oh, man, let's try to get some points with this next question. This 1988 anime film takes place in 2019 and shows Japan building a new Olympic stadium, which is ironic because Japan is set to open the 2020 Olympics. I'm in. It's not irony. It's coincidence. Yeah, I wrote irony and I thought that's not right. Jeff will correct <laughs> me on it. That's all written down.
0: Um, <laughs> it's all the script. Crap. Mm-hmm. My, my early anime is not very... You said you're in, right? Yeah. Let's just lock in akira and be done with
1: it all right locking in with akira what'd you say ken he locked in well it's akira
0: yes i was like the time frame's right but i know nothing about it so let's hope
5: yep
3: and the answer is akira the only thing i remember is ken and i like to shout canada and tetsuo at each other from across the room yeah, so. pretty much
5: before we fight that's true and uh for any fans of that question uh go way way back and check out our anime uh, only episode
1: all right so after ken's round it is all tied up 30 to 30 so you held your own there andrew all right on the next floor we have jeff jeff are you ready sure we're going from fun facts to hard facts all right you guys ready
0: indeed ready as i'll ever be
1: all right this former name of a eurasian capital has lent its name to rabbits goats and cats what is it uh Is that how you feel too, Jeff?
4: Sponsored by Prilosec. <laughs> All
3: right, I'll uh, I'll lock in. Okay.
0: I wish I knew more about rabbits. Let's uh, let's lock in with the Constantinople rabbit.
1: <laughs> My favorite <laughs> rabbit. <laughs>
3: Jeffrey, you locked in. Yep. What'd you say? Uh, I was thinking the same country. I was thinking Turkey, but I said uh, Ankara, their former capital.
0: Oh uh, yeah.
1: So, the current capital is Ankara. The former capital was Angora. Ah. And the answer is Angora. I had the right country, but the wrong way around. So, you guys are both in the right country. <laughs> They've had a lot of capitals, it appears. Yeah, I, couldn't, I thought that was the old one, but you're right, it is the... All right, question two. What is the common term for cardio medially, of which one of Jim Carrey's famous roles was definitely not in danger of suffering from? Locked in.
0: Okay, um, okay well... The only Jim Carrey character I could think of involving a heart would be the Grinch. His heart was three sizes too small, so I'm going to guess an oversized heart.
1: Okay, going with oversized heart and Jeff? Yeah, I said uh, enlarged heart. And the answer is enlarged heart and I'm going to give points to Drew for that too. Woo-hoo!
4: And that's because you have an enlarged heart. Yeah, and well, you care about everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. oh, you should get that checked out. That's <laughs> that's what I'm known for with my enlarged heart. Yeah, you, you
4: don't you want an enlarged heart uh, in in terms of empathy and whatnot, but just not a Billy Mays enlarged heart.
1: Right. Oof. Question three: The nickname for this vegetable comes from a tool originally used in the planting process, and not a former slam dunk champion.
0: I'm trying to think of any vegetable nicknames. I got nothing. Mm i'm tapping out on this one this is i can't even think of a nickname for any vegetables
1: all right looks like nothing from andrew over there now all I'm, the pressure goes on jeff i don't feel any pressure i <laughs> this guy
3: i don't know either i mean i'm trying to I'm trying, <laughs> in the planting process i'm trying to go through like you know tools that you'd use for planting vegetables and i i'm coming up with nothing so i mean nothing that gives me any lead into something mm-hmm. so yeah, I'll
1: tap out as well. Oh wow, look at this! Anybody have any answers?
4: I don't. I was just trying to think of slam dunk champions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't even know if Vince Carter's one or what about Tracy McGrady? Think of know?
1: the shortest slam dunk champion. Mugsy Bogues. Spud Webb. Oh, Spud Webb. Nickname for vegetables: Spud, which is actually the name uh, of a shovel that they use to for planting. Ah, uh, Spud Webb.
0: Um, I would like to retroactively answer Spud. Please. <laughs> You get one of those a game. So you get one, yeah, one, one time travel answer a game, yeah. <laughs> New
1: rules. Perfect. It's brutal. All right. Let's move on to a question. Maybe we'll get some points on. Mycology, uh, that's spelled M-Y-C-O-L-O-G-Y, is the study of this, which may or may not include an old Incubus album. Jeff already had it, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. I locked in.
4: Are uh, you Are you in, Jeff? I am. Okay. pretty good
1: oh crap i should know this i don't get the reference
0: i used to be much better with my ologies
1: it's a less a less popular album
0: (laughs) yeah i'm gonna save us the time and tap on that one
1: back to back taps (laughs) tap 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 uh jeff what did you say i believe mycology is the study of uh fungi Mm -hmm. there's a fungus among us which is the name of incubus debut album the answer is fungi you never heard the incubus song are you in no oh it's been nice to know you though ah uh, that's a joke <laughs> all right let's move on to a question about flags yay yay a, yeah see these are this <laughs> one should be called the fun facts I think everyone agrees uh there are eight flags that have red white and green horizontal stripes name four of them red white and horizontal stripes vertical or horizontal the stri- they go horizontal oh Okay, then I'm so out. So just to clarify, mm-hmm. horizontal. Yeah, yeah. Not vertical.
0: <laughs> so, horizontal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We well, got one. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> there can't be that many countries. Just start naming
3: them, right? There's 186 members of the UN. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, the UN recently got a new uh, theme song for you know their their uh, facility or whatever you want to call it, their organization. It's called R-U-N. <laughs> my incubus. <laughs> <laughs> it's All right. fine
3: i'm done how many do you have the one two that i think are right one that's the right colors but i don't think quite meets the criteria mm-hmm. and i'll are throw the
5: stripes a- horizontal
3: <laughs> i'll throw i'll throw in a fourth one that's the right colors but
1: the wrong orientation drew you got anything
0: i i've just got one
1: okay <laughs> probably gonna call it now yeah all right uh drew was what was your one
0: um my one is italy
1: okay
3: and jeff pretty sure uh italy and mexico are both in the vertical stripe category but i wrote them anyways and then i wrote hungary and belarus all
1: right so out of those answers i just forgot the north pole it's christmas <laughs> colors <laughs> one of those was correct uh hungary is one of them uh the others being bulgaria equatorial guinea Iran, Kuwait, Oman, Tajikistan, and Suriname. Sur- the the Sur- only one I got right was Sur- Bulgaria Sur- because of Rousseff when he flies the flag. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs>
3: well, the, I, I was trying to remember which one was which because Belarus is also red, white, and green, but it's not
1: horizontal stripes. So I was probably thinking of Bulgaria there. So that was a tough round. All right. So going into the swing round, it is Team Triviality with 50 and Andrew with 40. So you're right there. Hey Neil, uh, before we go into the swing round, I was going to
4: actually go run and get a sandwich. Are you in? Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I'm in. I mean, whatever your frequency is, Kenneth, I'm in.
1: And if we are beating this uh, joke into the ground, I am also in. Is that, is that how this works? <laughs> All right. Before we get to the swing round, uh, Jeff, why don't you give us a quick update on Patreon and how that's going? I mean, the short of it, Matt,
3: is uh, things are going well. So uh, we are very happy. We are up to sixty patrons, which Ooh. is really nice. Uh, Thank you so much to everybody who is supporting us. And uh, let me just go through the list. Uh, I think we left off in mid-June and we'll we'll update through July, which is where we are now uh, during recording, even though this is probably going to be late August for you. Um, So a big thank you to Denise Myers, Dustin Resch, C. Robert Dimitri, Kendall Whitehead, and Coverdale, Stacey McPeak, Billy Hoffman, Adam Lewis, Paul McLaughlin, Eric Maudlin, and
4: Oliver Banta.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: and nolan j werner
3: and nolan j werner yeah. yes Thanks
4: and to all those people yeah thank you guys so much we're we just hit 60 uh patrons which is amazing um and uh we can't thank you guys enough uh one of the uh the new patrons uh i forgot if i told you guys this so bryden coverdale he's in australia he's a cast member of the australian uh, game show the chase that's awesome he's known as the shark so he, we probably do not want well we probably want him to come on the show but if he did we, we would just wipe the floor with us so uh, but i'm glad he's a listener
1: yeah, I have no idea how any of that works. I don't. I don't get uh, Aussie television on, on my uh, package. I guess we know that Neil and Jeff subscribe to it. <laughs> it's a whole separate satellite dish for the one channel. That and, and to uh,
5: any listeners who are maybe on the fence about donating, uh, I just have one question for you are you in <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
1: i'm sure i'm, I'm sure if they're on the fence they're out <laughs> drew
4: is in uh yeah i'll uh, make sure to, to check us out and uh you know hopefully we're our next goal is 75 patrons and uh yeah. we're going to come up with a new goal for uh for a thousand dollars say so. it's
1: our drive for more patrons yeah that's another incubus song sorry you guys uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's start the summer to let you hold the wheel and steer <laughs> Starting the swing round. So, in honor of me moving for the sixth time in six years, uh, this swing round is going to be about sports teams that have moved towns. Uh, I'm going to name ten current uh, Big Four sports teams, and you have to tell me the former city they moved from. Crud. Or if there are multiple, just the last one? The most recent. Okay. Yeah. And and in one instant, it is a state and not a city. Just so you know. I know which one it is then. Okay. (laughs) All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Number one, the Los Angeles Lakers. Number two, the Memphis Grizzlies. Number three, the Houston Rockets. Number four, the Atlanta Braves. Number five, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Number six, the Indianapolis Colts. Number seven, the Los Angeles Rams. Number eight the Dallas Stars, number nine, the Calgary Flames, and number 10, the Utah Jazz.
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting
4: That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
1: All right, we're going to mute Andrew so he can get some peace and quiet finally to figure out these answers. And Triviality, you guys are free to discuss. Okay, all right. So
4: um, So let's go down the list here. We got the Lakers, which... was that Minneapolis? Yeah, because it was the Land of a Thousand Lakes. That's why they were called that, right?
3: But it was... So in the case where one of them's a state, it was the Minnesota North Stars. Yeah. Not the... So that one is... Okay, so...
4: Yeah.
5: And Minnesota's team now is the Wild, which is just Minnesota. Um, right. I
4: Minnesota. believe the the Jazz is uh, Nolan's, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay.
5: I don't know about the Flames. So, that's the only other place I'm going to contribute. Okay. But I, I don't know that one.
4: Yeah, so the, uh, the Grizzlies, Justin Timberlake co-owns, and... Uh, they're in Memphis. That is the only fact you know about that team every time it comes up. It is. Up. <laughs> it is. Um, I believe the Grizzlies, I want to say that they were the Hornets. And of, the, of Charlotte? I think the Grizzlies were the Hornets. They went to Memphis, and then the Hornets, uh, then Jordan bought back whoever was the Hornets and made them a Hornets again. I can't or remember. Are the Wizards? Oh, wait, maybe it's the Wizards. The, are the Wizards around still? Yeah.
3: Yeah. There. Maybe.
1: All right. You guys ready? Yeah, ready as as
4: we'll ever be. All
1: right. And in the swing round, it'll be worth five points for Team Triviality and ten points for Andrew. Uh, Number one was Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Andrew, what did you say?
0: I believe that's the one that you were saying was a state and not a city. I believe that was the Minnesota Lakers.
3: Okay. Team Triviality? Uh, We were thinking same state, but we thought this was the
1: Minneapolis Lakers. And it actually was the Minneapolis Lakers. Crap.
0: Well, then which one was just a state? Damn it. (laughs)
1: arizona we'll we'll, we'll get to that later on uh number two this one uh triviality is having some hard times with this one uh the memphis grizzlies why don't we start with you guys
4: yeah i was i was angry because this is my my boy jt's as principal owner car part owner whatever you call it um i couldn't remember what city they came from i knew that they had traveled from somewhere and then they became the grizzlies so we just went with charlotte
1: okay and andrew
0: vancouver
1: The answer is Vancouver. That's right. Uh, They were one of the expansion teams with the Raptors um, and left Canada leaving the Raptors as the only Canadian team. And now the home of Kawhi Leonard. Who doesn't want to be there? Moving on. (laughs) Number three, the Houston Rockets. Uh, Andrew, what did you say?
0: This one I had no idea. So just to be funny, I went with the Cape Canaveral Rockets.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Triviality, what did you guys say?
3: uh we had a similar train of thought we thought if it, if it wasn't likely they changed names where else would there be rockets
1: uh we figured florida we said orlando all right well this one was actually strange they're actually from san diego hmm. um started in 1968 uh they opened up a contest and people just picked rockets because they like rockets oh okay <laughs> it's about the time of the moon landing so yeah yeah uh number four atlanta braves andrew what did you say
0: um i vaguely remember there being a boston braves at some point so i went boston
1: okay team triviality uh we said milwaukee so there was a boston braves at one point in time who i believe eventually became another team i don't know which one uh but th- before they were the atlanta braves they were the milwaukee braves oh wow
4: i pulled that one out of my ass <laughs>
3: as soon as you said it i was like oh no you're right mm-hmm.
4: i just remember a picture of hank or i don't even know if it was hank yeah okay in milwaukee that's why i was wondering okay yep.
1: old hammer and hank all right, number five, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, triviality, what did you guys say? We said they were formerly of Brooklyn. And Andrew?
0: Also Brooklyn.
1: Brooklyn is correct. All right, number six, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Andrew, what did you say? Uh, Baltimore. All right, triviality. Yeah, they famously packed up and
3: moved overnight, making many a fan very upset with them. That would be the Baltimore Colts.
1: That's correct, the Baltimore Colts. Uh, number seven, The Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Triviality, what did you guys say? Uh, This one didn't happen too long ago. Uh, We said the St. Louis
0: Rams. Okay. their former team. And Andrew? That is correct. St. Louis. Mm
1: -hmm. Which is uh, actually two times because they had moved from Los Angeles the first time. Right. So they can't make up their mind, apparently. Which is like me in Forest Park. So are they no longer
4: going to be on turf? They're going to be on grass now?
1: Uh, They're building a new stadium, which will be on grass.
4: Uh, Okay. So no longer the greatest show on turf.
1: (laughs) No. Well, I mean... Jared doing pretty well over there. Yeah, he's doing it's a It's a good show. <laughs> I would call it the greatest. Yeah, it's a good show on turf. Yeah. Uh, number eight, the Dallas Stars. Uh, Andrew, what did you say?
0: So this is one I didn't know, so I just went, Stars, L.A. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: That would
3: make sense. Uh, triviality? I think this is the one you were looking for the state on. That would have been the
1: Minnesota North Stars. Mm-hmm. And they were the right. Minnesota North Stars. All right, uh, number nine seemed to stump you guys. Uh, let's start with Andrew. What did you say for Calgary Flames?
0: I had a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> not, so a big, not a big, not a big hockey, guy,
1: not a big hockey guy, Andrew. Ah, uh,
0: not. I mean, I enjoy hockey. I think is actually the best live sport. Mm-hmm. I can't get into it on TV for some reason. All right, uh,
1: and what did you say? I'm sorry.
0: I said nothing. Oh, perfect. <laughs> then I did hear it.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right, trivia. What did you guys say?
5: Well, um, there's been talk of bringing uh, hockey back to Seattle, and one of the other contenders was um, putting a team back in Quebec City. I didn't know which team that was, uh, per se, and we talked about it a little bit, but we decided to go with Quebec City.
1: All right. Well, Quebec uh, was the Nordiques, and they moved to Colorado, where they became the Avalanche. Mm -hmm. Um, It was the Atlanta Flames. Atlanta moved to Calgary. And Atlanta
5: got the Thrashers.
1: And then they moved to? winnipeg winnipeg atlanta does not like hockey stop putting teams there <laughs> just for my own
4: <laughs> trivia what's the name of the that really great goalie that was on the rockies forever the rockies or sorry not the rockies but the avalanche wow yeah. okay
1: and there was a colorado rockies at one but there, there's there's a lot of hockey that kind of moved around but they were the colorado rockies at one point there was a hockey team there uh number 10 the utah jazz triviality what did you say
3: Um, yeah, you, you don't imagine a lot of people out in Utah enjoying jazz, but, uh, you definitely (laughs) could see that in new Orleans. So we said new Orleans, Andrew
0: also went new Orleans.
1: All right. And that is correct. (laughs) Y'all. All right. So after that swing round, triviality added 35 and Andrew picking up 50 points, uh, moves into the lead up 90 to 85 going into Neil's round.
0: No pressure. Where I will then lose the lead. (laughs) Well,
1: you gotta have some confidence here. How are you with movies?
0: Uh, hit or miss. It could be a great round for me. It could be a terrible round for me.
1: All right. Well, let's find They're out.
0: All nerd movies.
1: More or less, yeah. Uh, question one is actually a more of a pop culture question. Uh, this SNL cast member made news in 2018 for getting tattoos in honor of his then-girlfriend, now-fiance Ariana Grande. Name the cast member for full points and two points each if you can name the tattoos. One of my favorite cast members. This is
5: not about
0: Justin Timberlake. so it... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. All I do is take a guess at one of the tattoos and it's just me being a smart ass.
1: Fair enough. Are, are you locked in, Andrew? Oh, yeah. All right. So, Neil, oh, fe- I... feel free to talk about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'll, I'll take half as long as Jeff,
4: but I think I can get there. So you um, still so got 10 minutes. What... Yeah. Uh, so I, I keep... Uh, his name's Pete uh davidson oh my god i kept saying pete Carroll in my head <laughs> pete Carroll chewing gum
1: <laughs> 12th man pete Carroll would do well for himself if he was engaged to ariana grande
4: she just have to get over his gum chewing all the time um, do you hate his
1: gum chewing so much
4: yeah uh so i'm gonna go with i'm gonna lock in with pete davidson and my tattoos are gonna be uh a pair of bunny ears uh for her album cover from dangerous woman and uh i'm also gonna say that he got a uh a um ring tattooed on
1: his ring finger okay uh and andrew
0: i did not have the cast member name all i took a guess at was a uh grande starbucks coffee cup as the tattoo <laughs> how about a donut with spit on
5: it
3: i believe she got a tattoo in reference to his deceased father uh, from nine eleven. yeah for nine
1: eleven, she did she did well the answer <laughs> is very Pe- bizarre the answer was pete davidson uh the tattoos were a tattoo of bunny ears from the album cover so plus two for neil there and the other one he actually got her initials ag tattooed uh. i believe uh right under his ear is where he got oh it. that's right I, I know
4: her bunny ears are behind her here mm-hmm. so i wasn't sure where they were
1: i i can't sense any uh, future
5: regret on that
1: one <laughs> <laughs> yeah that always works out well uh moving on to question two 30 years before the trouble with the poo Fisher Stevens paved the way for white guys portraying Indian guys insensitively <laughs> with his role in this cult classic. Locked in.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to get to it.
3: Okay, tapping out. Were you... Uh, yeah. Neil, were you going to say that you liked him on Early
4: Edition? No, I was going to say I loved him in Super Mario Brothers. See, I liked I liked him <laughs> in a short in stint on Lost. Uh, one of the bad guys, the Koopa. Well, not, not Hopper, but like... One of the two henchmen? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. All right, well, what's the answer, Neil? Uh, short Circuit the answer is short circuit he played an indian guy in, johnny uh, fine yeah uh it was kind of a big part of in the trouble with the poo they kind of pointed out that uh he was kind of doing indian face
4: what's interesting about that too is back in the day i remember well, when i was a kid everyone thought he was indian mm-hmm. because he wasn't like a huge actor but yeah, yeah well, now that you know he's just very white it's not very great
1: <laughs> not a good look in 2018 <laughs> or ever oh, <laughs> fair enough uh next question This pop singer played a Smurf, and she liked it, in the 2011 animated film, The Smurfs. Locked in. Locked in. All right. This is Uh, the
5: most Neil question I've ever
0: heard. (laughs) Uh,
1: Why don't we start with Andrew?
0: Well, I mean, if she played a Smurf and she liked it, I'm going Katy Perry.
4: And Neil? Yeah, so uh, initially I wrote down uh, one of my favorites, Demi Lovato, but she replaced Katy Perry in the sequel, and so it's Katy Perry. The answer is Katy Perry. You guys know you're Katy Perry. (laughs) Oh yes, she might have my favorite celebrity cat name. What's, yeah? what is that? Kitty Purry. Oh, oh. Well, you know, you know what her real name is, by the way. Trivia for everyone: hmm. Katie Hudson.
0: It, I was gonna say, is it Kitty Purry? Because that be cool? <laughs>
4: no, yes. Yeah, her name's Katie Hudson. So she changed the name because of Kate Hudson.
1: Yeah, she used to. She used to. I remember she was on like Warp Tour one year. Like she used to play guitar-driven rock, and that did not pay the bills. So, and we're all better for it.
5: My favorite uh, celebrity
1: dog name is Daniel Dog Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty great. Uh, well, no one's topping that. Uh, moving on to question four. In a bit of unplanned movie magic, Leonardo DiCaprio cut his hand on accident in the middle of a scene and kept going, uh, with the take making the final cut in this movie.
4: Locked in. Also should have won the Oscar, not the other person. Yeah,
0: There's a lot of movies he probably should have won an Oscar for. I got nothing, so I'm just going to go with The Aviator.
1: Okay.
4: Uh, so this was a film that he was in uh, directed by his current director of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that's filming right now. That'd be Quentin Tarantino for Django Unchained.
5: That is correct, Django Unchained. Good portion of his blood wound up on Carrie uh, Washington's
1: face. Mm, yeah. I'm sure she wasn't wasn't so happy about that. <laughs> Probably not, yeah. All right, and the final question of Neil's round. While Chris Farley's last credited movie appearance was the forgettable Almost Heroes, should things have played out differently, he was the Almost Hero of this blockbuster movie, having begun production before his death in 1997. I
5: kind of like Almost Heroes.
0: Yeah? You know how I said uh, this round would be hit or miss? Is this miss? (laughs) It's (laughs) It's mostly miss. It's a bit of miss. (laughs) To me, 97 just says Titanic. So I'm going to go with he was going to be Jack in Titanic. Uh,
1: That's mean. (laughs) r.i.p chris Parlin. i think it would just be funnier uh how did i know more of this king of the world uh <laughs> neil what did you say
4: so i believe if, the, if this is the the film you're referencing um he actually recorded uh many different uh voiceovers for this movie but then he died and then uh, mike myers took over for him so i believe it's shrek
1: the answer is shrek Uh, Yeah, the movie was actually, he was like 85% done with his lines when he passed away. Um, And they couldn't finish the movie. There just was no way. So they had to redo it. Couldn't find a guy
5: who could do a good
4: Chris Farley impression. Yeah, you if you go on YouTube, you can hear his voiceover.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Horatio Sands was too young, I think is what happened. He would have been... Maybe Maybe not. All right, going into Andrew's round. uh, Triviality made up a bunch of points there and now leads 137 to 100. Time to lose them all. <laughs> yes. Uh so this is so this was a topic that uh, Andrew sent to me that he would like to get some questions in. Um and he can pick any one of the team members here to face one on one. And that topic is Batman. Should definitely mm. pick a
5: weakling.
0: No 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 <laughs> Well, I'm definitely not gonna pick Neil.
4: Uh, Boo! I have a Batman poster (laughs) behind me.
0: I I do see that (laughs) Uh, between movies and pop culture, yeah, you're out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, which one of you guys is the weakest at Batman? It's probably a tie, right? I
4: don't know. Both their backs have been broken, so it's just up to you.
0: (laughs) Um, we go, Jeff.
4: All right. That was probably the way to go. That was probably the way to go, yeah. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm going to play on the side here just to see.
5: Have you at least seen the the Chris Nolan trilogy?
3: I have not actually finished the Chris Nolan trilogy. Oh, this is going
4: to be... You know what's weird is every time Jeff comes over to record, um, he opens the door and then uh, he'll come in, we talk, and then when Matt comes, Matt texts and says, I'm here. And every time we open the door, Jeff goes, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Raz Al Ghul. (laughs) 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 That's a Batman Begins reference for anyone. Yes. True, got it. That's fine. That's all that
1: matters. <laughs> it's his round. He could do what he wants. <laughs> Alright, you guys ready for question one? Hopefully we didn't also spoil you. any of the questions. <laughs> no, there's nothing in there about ghoul Well, I mean everything's tangentially related to ghoul if it's Batman.
4: Rub your arms, your chest will take care of the
1: rest. Whatever, is that the line? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, question one. Having been murdered in every single origin story, you'd think they'd eventually decide to just stay home. What were the name of Bruce's parents? Locked in. All right, mommy, daddy. <laughs>
0: no.
4: I like. I like that he had the voice when he was like eight years old. I didn't want to go to the opera.
1: Uh,
3: any ideas, Jeff? Uh, no, I'm going to put Mister and Mrs. Wayne. Right. Commissioner, which is, which is have, technically hold
0: correct. Ever so tenderly. I've got he to, is have, Technically correct. Which is the best kind of correct.
4: I'm going to need to ask for additional information. I'm going to answer Jeff's incorrect answers. Just to see how I would have done here.
1: Are you gonna Are you gonna guess any first names? No. Okay. Jeff says nothing. Uh, Andrew, what do you say?
0: It'll be Thomas and Martha Wayne. And then mm. when
1: you say Martha, we say,
0: "How do you know that name?" <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that is correct. Thomas and Martha Wayne. Uh, question two: After being killed by the Joker and subsequently being resurrected in the Lazarus Pit, what new alias does Jason Todd go by? Andrew locked in immediately. Let's see I'm writing down you know this one too neil mm-hmm. you're you're a big batman guy then yeah i like batman a lot <laughs> i'm between two guesses on this one so am i what are the two guesses the answers left and you could that's
3: fair um i could imagine uh, i can't remember two faces name mm-hmm.
4: sorry i'm just thinking of, of heath ledger can i say his name that's not part of the clue anyway right no no harvey dant whatever oh, he yeah. says Harvey dant, yeah
3: my other guess was uh it was one of the robins which is what i was leaning towards anyways so i'll say robin
1: okay
0: and okay. Andrew. Well, he he was Robin before the Joker killed him, uh. and he got resurrected in the Lazarus Pit. Uh, when he came back, he was a little bit more badass, and he was Red Hood.
1: Yep. The answer is Red Hood. Uh, the Lazarus Pit is great because they can kill off whoever they want and then just bring them back like immediately. It's kind of throw them in the pit. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Soul Stone. Oh, he's mm-hmm. gone. Throw him in the pit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a comic writer's best friend. Is a magical place they can just bring anyone back from the dead. Uh, question three. Who played the Joker in the 1960s Batman? <laughs> this round is so fun because Neil is like disgusted. He knows I'm disgusted too. He knows he's immediately locked in. I'm disgusted. You you picked right, Andrew. Let's, just, let's oh yeah, I don't know <laughs> any of these.
3: I have no clue. This is not my area.
0: Well, I mean, as soon as as soon as I sent you the category I wanted to do, I knew exactly who I wasn't picking to go against. Yeah.
4: Used to love watching this guy on the old show. So far can, so far I'm 3 for 3, too. So
3: I can see the actor's face, but I can't I, I don't know his name. Is it with white face paint cuz Yes, yeah, it is. So, so that's probably the guy. Yes, yeah. oh.
5: Over his mustache.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll tap out. All right. Tapping out. Andrew, what do you say?
0: Cesar Romero.
1: Cesar Romero. You were probably never going to get that word. No, I was never going to get that. Uh, Pretty amazing performance, which basically every Joker after that based that performance on, I would say. Um, Question four. In what film did Bane make his theatrical debut?
0: Damn (laughs) (laughs) it. Locked him.
1: And uh, just for the record, this is live action uh, theatrical debut. I don't don't know if maybe there's like a cartoon or something where he popped up earlier. He might have been in one of the... That's why I I want to clarify that just in case somebody wants to email the show and tell me that he was in a little-known 1995 movie. Yeah,
4: Drew, was he in Mask of Phantasm? I can't remember. Or one of the... I don't
5: believe so. Okay. So how many Batman movies have you seen? Two. Which ones?
1: Uh, The first two of the Nolan trilogy. Okay. Wow. You haven't seen 89? What's up? You haven't seen Batman eighty
5: nine? No, that movie sucks. No, <laughs> it's good. I
3: like <laughs> it. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw one of the like the Val Kilmer one when I was like very small. <laughs> You've seen the worst one, <laughs> uh, Batman Forever and, and the garbage. Clooney one. Uh. But I was a kid. I don't remember those at all. Um, mm. like, even mildly.
5: So. so no Keaton.
3: No Keaton. No. Mm. So what are you going with for this? Well, I know he's in the the third of the Nolan trilogy, uh, but I don't know if that's his debut. Um,
1: but
0: I can't remember the name of that movie either.
1: So, so you're gonna say Batman? <laughs> I'm gonna say Batman. Batman three.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: Uh, Andrew, what do you say?
0: Um, that would be in the George Clooney Bat Nipple Extraordinaire Batman and Robin. That's correct. Ah.
1: Batman and Robin. Uh, not a great portrayal of Bane, if I recall correctly. People did not care for that. <laughs> Well, he was Poison Ivy's, like, henchman, right, basically? Yep, he was a hulking moron. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They just took his tube out and he died or something. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, Anything that isn't Mr. Freeze isn't worth watching in that movie. Question five. (laughs) This actor was offered the role of the Joker when Jack Nicholson originally hesitated taking the role. He was so upset with Warner over being used as bait that he refused to play the Riddler when offered in Batman Forever... And refused to work for the studio until they apologized. Well, when they offered him the role back, he, they asked him, Are you in?
3: <laughs> I'll lock in. I know I'm wrong, but I'll lock in. Okay. Kathy Bates.
0: <laughs> Damn you know you. what? Yes, I am going to lock in. Damn Kathy you. Bates.
1: That is a very different movie. <laughs>
0: Kathy Bates. I got nothing, so let's go, Kathy Bates.
1: Batman, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> I said Adam Sandler. <laughs> all right uh well the answer i was looking for was robin williams oh oh
0: now i vaguely remember him being offered to roll the yeah yeah
1: apparently neil was reading
5: some clickbait that said uh it was brad dorif yeah brad dorif who worked with jack that's who who i was talking he's
3: the he plays the sheriff on deadwood he's Mm. quite good
1: nope the answer i was looking for robin williams not the sheriff the barkeeper something on deadwood but he's good in that show uh tough tough round for team triviality there uh Andrew taking advantage of his round, gaining forty points and taking the lead going into the final round at one forty to one thirty-seven.
3: Ouch! I should have had Angora, and I think your flight question was too hard.
1: But whatever. (laughs) Any question you get wrong, you feel is too hard. That's not true.
3: No, No, not at all. All right. I got whatever that third question was. That was fine, but I just didn't know
1: it. All right. All right, so for the final round, I will give you uh, five questions in five topics. Uh, You will be able to wager zero to 30 in each of the topics up to the points you've accumulated so far. Uh, Team Triviality will be able to work together for this round, and then at the end of the game, we'll find out if Andrew survives this game of death. You guys ready? Yes, please. Indeed. All right, here are your five categories. Category one, Meme's, or memes, as you prefer... Category 2, Thou Shall Not Steal. Category 3, It's All Fun and Games. Category 4, Fancy Seeing You Guys Here. And Category 5, That's a lot of jobs. Team Triviality is locked in with their wagers. Are you all good, Andrew? I believe so. All right, and Andrew is locked in with his wagers. You guys ready for the questions? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Question one in memes. In 2016, in one of the memeiest memes to ever meme, Hillary Clinton referenced this mobile game in an effort to get the youths to vote. Question two in Thou Shall Not Steal. While it's well-known John Stockton is the NBA all-time leader in steals, what relatively younger player is second? Question three in It's All Fun and Games. Said to be one of the origins of the phrase, back to square one, this game's origin lies in India, where good deeds are rewarded and evil deeds send you back down. Question four, and fancy seeing you guys here. If Huey, Dewey, and Louie all got together, what would this grouping of animals be called? Question five, and that's a lot of jobs. Which actor portrayed a man with six fingers, a ventriloquist, and a folk singer in different movies?
2: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you.
4: the meme one i'm trying to remember was
3: that candy uh,
2: crush was that candy
3: crush or angry
4: birds or uh i'm thinking of the ventriloquist one so um what's and, a
3: movie with somebody with six fingers
4: I'm, I'm thinking about that right now so anthony hopkins played a ventriloquist in a movie called magic um but i don't think he played a folk singer folk singers i am thinking like oscar isaac um i'm just thinking of actually of. i think of john c Riley. what's the uh what's his name um kylo ren Adam Driver, did he play folk singer? Um Hank Williams He was
5: in that movie?
4: Yeah. Uh Tom Hiddleston played Hank Williams.
3: What's the um what's that like best in show style um movie where they play folk singers?
4: Uh A Mighty Wind? Yeah. There's a lot of people in Yeah, that Fred movie. Willard, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy, Fred Willard, um Christopher Guest. Oh wait, uh
3: What's his name with the three names? Who's Harry Shearer, Shearer
4: was a folk singer in Mighty Wind. He's a bass player.
3: Yeah. Well, they were all folk singers. That's what I'm... Oh, right. That's why i mean, Like, that's, you know... But what,
1: I'm trying to think, though. That kind of makes sense. Would he have been a ventriloquist in something?
5: Christopher Guest.
1: All right. For question one, uh, Andrew, you wagered 30, feeling pretty confident in your knowledge of memes. Uh, what did you go with for the Hillary Clinton mobile game?
0: Um, The only mobile game I could think of is freaking candy crush
1: okay so going with candy crush yeah and team triviality wagering 20 what'd you guys say
0: we
5: also went with candy crush
1: all right um well the answer i was looking for was pokemon go Um, she wanted the kids to pokemon go to the polls i forgot about that (laughs) and i can never forget about that uh so no points there question two and Dell shall not steal uh triviality wagering 20 um so what nba player is second in steals
4: yeah so we had a lot of trouble with this one um we weren't sure if you meant relatively younger meaning someone current day uh we knew that uh we believe that kobe lebron had quite a few steals but we thought uh we would go with the glove and we uh, locked in with gary payton
1: all right and andrew you wagered five uh, what did you say on this one
0: I, I took a little shot here that you were you were trying to be cute with the relatively younger, and I went Jason Kidd.
1: And I was trying to be cute there. It's Jason Kidd. The kid is a younger uh, player.
4: Ah, uh, yes, yes, relatively.
1: <laughs> if, if the question is if I'm trying to do a pun, the answer is always yes. <laughs> uh, so five points there for Andrew. Moving on to question three, and it's all fun and games. Um, both of you guys wagering twenty. Uh, so triviality. What game did you say has its roots in Back to Square One?
5: Based on uh, the episode I edited uh, last week that I was not on, definitely Shoots and Ladders.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, Andrew. I, I took a shot in the dark, and I also wrote Shoots and Ladders.
1: Uh, the answer is Shoots and Ladders, or it was originally known Snakes and Ladders.
0: Thank God. <laughs>
1: All right. In question four, and fancy seeing you guys here, uh, triviality wagering 20. Um, what's a grouping of Huey, Dewey, and Louie called? Just uh, had to take a stab at this one and went well, with Gaggle.
0: Gaggle of ducks. All right. And Andrew? I just went with a flock. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds a little like Gaggle. It's actually called a paddle when there's a group of mm. ducks. Okay. Moving on to question five, the question that nearly destroyed Neil. It was really bothering him quite a bit. Well, we'll find out what the answer is, and then it will know if his destruction is complete. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So uh, both teams wagering 20. Um, Team Triviality, let's start with you guys. Which actor portrayed a man with six fingers, a ventriloquist, and a folk singer in different movies? Uh,
4: So yeah, we went through a lot of names. We knew uh, Anthony Hopkins played a ventriloquist in the film Magic. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just, we couldn't pull the person. I I had an idea who it might be, but I I don't know if this is correct. But anyway, we went with Anthony Hopkins.
1: Okay. Going with Anthony Hopkins and Andrew.
0: I had no idea whatsoever. So, um, I just went with a guy who's an answer often when I don't, when I can't think of a role and I went John C. Riley.
1: Okay. John C. Riley. Well, if the six finger man, um, murdered Inigo Montoya's father, would that help you with the answer?
0: Yeah, it's Christopher
4: Guest.
1: And the answer is Christopher Guest, who played uh, a folk singer in A Mighty Wind and in Best in Show he was he was an aspiring ventriloquist.
4: Mm. Yeah, he was the nut guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. His
5: name did come up in our discussion.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, so rough final round. So let's calculate that.
5: I <laughs> uh, don't bother.
1: No, I have to.
4: Yeah, I know Kevin Spacey was in a movie called Ventriloquist, but I didn't think he was. I,
3: I wondered if the if the folk singer was the Mighty Wind tie-in. I was mm-hmm. pretty certain there was no, that enough was good. fodder I, there. I,
4: I can't believe I didn't remember Christopher Guest. I mean, that's famous six-fingered man. I just couldn't.
1: All right, so putting all the scores together, uh, it looks like Andrew survives the game of death 105 to 77. Well done.
0: fatality all right oh man i was actually nervous
5: yeah it looks like uh you're you're down and out but then batman swooped through the window and
0: kicked the <laughs> he <up>. saved <laughs> me yeah i was i was really worried when it came down to you know a final question that's a film question and Neil sitting right there i'm just like oh crap
5: so congratulations you're the second pagoda champion
0: yes
4: yes that was great um
0: it's all because I made the, the, the right pick in the Batman round. Yeah, I was just going to yep. say,
4: you had a great strategy there going after Jeff and uh, basically slitting his throat.
1: Right. Yeah, not only picking a topic you know a lot about, but knowing a topic that somebody here would not know a lot about. <laughs> it's
0: the uh, way to do it's, it. It's, it's, a, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs>
4: so uh, where can people uh, find your show?
0: Um, you can find it, uh, I know I'm on iTunes, Um probably i think i'm on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts um you can also follow me on facebook uh at nerd off um yeah we're always looking for new listeners uh new fans we just like having fun with it uh anyone that wants to be on and compete uh shoot me a message that's cool too
1: all right well thank you for joining us today andrew um thanks to all the guys in the studio and that was triviality
0: are you in i'm in